Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. You know what really makes us mad? is wasting money on CDs with only one or two good songs. Yeah. Tell them about punk. What's up, everybody? I'm Finn McCanty, and this is the Punk Rock NBA, or as some people think of it, the Metal NBA, or the Mumble Rap NBA, or the E-Boy NBA. And you know what's an absolutely terrible idea? Being a YouTuber and reading all your comments. But in spite of that, I actually do read all of mine. Probably because I'm a little bit of a masochist, so every time I see some black metal elitist call me some terrible name, I'm like, oh yeah. Say it again, louder. It hurts so good. Jokes on them, they think they're hurting my feelings, but they're just feeding my kink. But in all seriousness, I do read all my comments and it's because I see this as a conversation. It's the same reason that I read all my DMs. Like I was on the debate team in high school and I see this channel as really kind of the same thing as that. Every video is me making the case for the way that I see things. And the comments are where we test that idea to see if I did a good job of making the case or not. Because if I didn't, you guys will definitely let me know, which is a good thing. And so with that in mind, today I wanted to address all the comments I get that are along the lines of this one. If your intention was to come off as a woke male feminist it worked i had to end it early too cucky too cringe oh whoops sorry about that i pulled up the wrong one i meant comments like these it's time to rebrand as the pop punk nba more like the metal nba when i look at a majority of videos the e-boy nba emo rap nba mumble rap nba butt rock nba stripper fight music nba rage shadow legends nba charlie xcx stan nba scene nba crunkcore nba and new metal nba which i think all basically boil down to the same thing if you're channel is called the punk rock nba why don't you talk more about punk so first of all is that even true i don't think it is i don't really agree with the idea that i don't talk about punk and hardcore very often i think i actually bring it up in almost all my videos in one way or another for example, I have like a video about spaz and despise you and like the West Coast power violence scene. I have a video about straight edge with 330,000 views, a New York hardcore video with like 300,000, skate punk video that's well over half a million now. I have a whole video about epitaph in my most copied band series. I talk about like no effects and discharge and bad religion. So I would say that I talk about punk and hardcore kind of a lot. But with that said, I do get their point. Like I don't have any of the kind of typical videos you would expect, like top 10 classic punk fans you should listen to or whatever. Number one, the name of my channel was never intended to mean like I'm going to speak exclusively about punk bands. But the channel does have punk in the name, so it's understandable that somebody would expect that to be the focus. And whoever said that I was a Charlie XCX stan is 100% right. That part is true. To me, it's more like this channel is my perspective on music and culture as somebody whose roots are in DIY punk and hardcore. 
I still consider that my home. Like I feel like I could go to a hardcore show anywhere in the country or probably anywhere in the world and feel like I was at home there, like I was around my people. And a huge, huge portion of who I am today, not just like here on YouTube, but in my personal life and the businesses that I run is because of the people and things that I was exposed to as part of the 90s hardcore scene. Like I really did grow up in that scene. I became like a young adult in the hardcore scene. And I see this channel as me analyzing trends in music and culture from that perspective. For example, when I'm talking about Green Day, it's not like here's 10 random facts about Green Day. It's like through the lens of them being a band that came up in that like 90s Gilman DIY punk scene and how that affects everything else that they did. For example, like when they bring fans up on stage to play guitar with them. To me, that's very clearly them doing what they can to bring like that egalitarian DIY kind of approach of the punk scene to an arena show. Or for that matter, when I did like my Rock of Love video the other week, it was very much informed by like, yeah, this is not how you treat fans. This is not how you interact with people. Because in the punk and hardcore scene, everybody is an equal. Like the artists are not better than the fans. And the idea of artists treating fans like shit in some way is just totally unacceptable. And so watching that show to me is just like cognitive dissonance. I have no idea how anybody could have possibly thought it was acceptable to make these girls dig through like a garbage filled dumpster for your amusement. Punk isn't just a new look, but a pathway to drugs. And second, I'm interested in documenting things that I think are like underrated or underappreciated. Things that in my opinion should be talked about more, but are being ignored by the quote unquote like music media establishment or whatever. That's why I made videos about things like Seosin and Attack Attack, about Vegan Straight Edge, about Breakdowns, about Ronnie Radke, because I felt like at least at the time I made those videos that these were things that hadn't really been properly documented, but were important enough that they should have been. I said, well, I guess if nobody else is gonna do it, I'm gonna start a channel and I'll do it. Same thing as I did back when I was a kid and I started doing fanzines because I said, well, nobody's interviewing the bands that I'm interested in, I guess I'll do it. And of course I love Black Flag and cro and Misfits and Bad Religion and all the other classic bands that we all love. But what can I really say about them that hasn't been said before? I mean, there's like all these copy table books about them. Vice has videos about half these bands where they sat down with all the original members. There's like probably 20 punk documentaries on Amazon you could go watch right now. What could I possibly say that hasn't been said in one of those or in a book like this by Harley Flanagan. Like if you want to know about Harley, go read his book. There's nothing I could tell you about him that he couldn't tell you himself, especially because in the case of all that 80s stuff, I wasn't there. I was around for the 90s vegan straight edge scene. I can definitely tell you what that was like, but I can't tell you what it was like to see the germs in 1980 because I was two. So if I tried to make some sort of retrospective video about that stuff, I don't think it would be great. I wasn't there. So I would just be like reading articles and repeating the words of people who were there. And I just don't think that's great content. It probably would be popular. Like I think I'd probably get great views like barfing out formulaic videos called like the untold story of the misfits, which wouldn't be the untold story at all. It would actually be the same old story you've heard a million times before, just with a shitty clickbait title on it, which would probably get views, but that's just really not what I want to do with this channel. And I don't think it's what you guys want from me. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. This is Krista Makes. 
guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, You can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player. And when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. Hi, as you can tell, my outfit is different. That's because I'm in the middle of editing this and I just kind of wanted to stop and clarify something here. The reason why all of that is important, it's not just about me and like what I want to make, it's about the culture in general. I've talked before about how one of the problems with rock and especially like punk and metal and hardcore is the tendency to be fixated on the past and ignore the newer generation of artists that are trying to build a name for themselves and trying to get some attention and trying to move the culture forward. And so if part of my larger ambition here is to help the larger culture of rock to the extent that I can, then covering those newer or less well-known artists and people and trends is part of that. We can't just keep going back to the well of like 1978 to 1983 again and again and again, which doesn't mean that I won't cover those bands or anything like that. Like if I ever do think of something to say about Black Flag or the Bad Brains or whatever, then I would definitely make a video about them. But I'm not just gonna like crank out a shitty Bad Brains video just so that I have a 
Bad Brains video on my channel, you know? Can I tell you about punk rock? It's a term that's based in fashion, style, elitism. And so fundamentally with this channel, I want to do two things. Number one, like I said, document parts of alternative culture that I think are ignored or underappreciated or otherwise not documented to the extent that they should be. And number two, promote better critical thinking skills. Like I said, I think of every video as almost like a mini debate. And I try really hard to include stuff in all my videos that could in some way be useful to you. Like maybe you watch my video about baby metal where I talk about how important image is for entertainers. Maybe that makes you think a little bit differently about how you might market yourself as a creator. Maybe while you're watching that video, that's when you have that little light bulb moment that gives you the idea that unlocks growth for your YouTube channel or podcast or whatever. I would love that. And so what it comes down to is I'm going to talk about any artist that I find interesting, whether they sound quote unquote punk or not. But I do try my best to cover artists that I think largely fall under the umbrella of punk, which to me means two things. Number one, in the most kind of obvious definition of it, punk is a genre of music. In other words, bands that sound like The Clash and X and Social Distortion and any of the other bands that you would have on your list of like classic punk bands that everyone has to listen to, which is totally cool. Like that's a great sound. I like a lot of those bands. But to me, limiting yourself to this definition of punk is just not a very interesting way of looking at things. And I think will ultimately just hold you back and make you miss out on a lot of artists doing cool, interesting things. And honestly, I think that having such a like rigid definition of punk kind of weird and conservative and dogmatic. Like punk was perfected in 1977 and everything else that came afterwards is just dog shit that you shouldn't pay attention to. I just can't really sign off on that. Especially since part of the origin of punk was like scrappy working class kids who thought rock had become stale and gotten up its own ass and just said, fuck this shit. We're going to throw out all the rules and do something just totally different that everybody hates. It's very ironic to me that so many punk fans have become those dogmatic conservative people that the original generation of punks were rebelling against. So to me, my channel can cover any artist that represents like the spirit of punk. Anybody who's challenging the current musical norms, which oftentimes means pissing off the current generation of the punk establishment, which is why anytime some new kid or kids come along that are doing something new and different that pisses off the older generation, I always pay attention because historically that's a sign that something cool is happening. For example, the fact that so many people right now are really mad that rappers are making rock songs tells me that that is something we should be paying attention to. And I'm going to talk about it. Shout out to the new Lil Aaron and Lil Lotus song, by the way. On that note, fell in love with the girl next door. Because here's the deal. I've been listening to punk and hardcore and metal for over 30 years now. <laughs> and I've seen this play out so, so many times. Something new comes out, the older generation hates it and says it's bullshit for trendy posers. And within a couple years, it's seen as quote unquote real music and everyone loves it. And it becomes part of the canon of stuff that you like if you have quote unquote good taste. And the cycle repeats. For example, in 1994, it was Green Day. They were the new kids on the block that everyone hated. A couple years later, they were accepted and now everyone loves them. And the Green Day fans are the ones shitting on all the TikTok pop punk kids and telling them that it's not real punk. Same thing with No Effects, Offspring, Linkin Park, Newfound Glory, Bring the Horizon, and pretty much every other artist you can think of. I mean, the critics hated the Beatles when they came out. Nobody is immune to this. 
So for everybody who hates it that I talk about emo rap and TikTok pop punk and whatever else, trust me, give it five or 10 years and all that stuff will be considered timeless and classic. I know it sounds crazy, but it always works this way. 10 years ago, I was writing columns on Metal Sucks, predicting this. I said, mark my words, a decade from now, people are gonna consider Bring Me The Horizon real music. And guess what? I was right. It always works this way. And so I'm always gonna support those artists because to me, that's what punk is all about. Supporting the people who are trying to do something new and different, especially when the rest of the world doesn't get it. And by the way, for anybody who thinks that that's me like selling out and trying to be cool with the kids or whatever, trust me, it is the exact opposite of that. When I talk about new up and coming artists, I get way, way, way more negative feedback than positive. Although that is starting to change. People are starting to warm up to that stuff. If I wanted to pander to my audience, I would do the opposite. I would talk shit on anything new and say, this is bullshit compared to fill in the blank band that's real music. And everyone would pat me on the back and tell me I had such great taste and the kids now should know their roots and blah, blah, blah. It would be much easier for me to be that dusty old man yelling at a cloud. I'd probably get more views that way. I'd make more money. So I'm definitely not doing myself any favors, but you know, I'm just dumb like that and I never let myself do things the easy way. So if you were one of the people who told me I should change the name of the channel to the Emo Rap NBA or the Metalcore NBA or the Mall Metal NBA or the Gay Emo Bands NBA or the Scenecore NBA, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I am not changing the name of the channel, but I am gonna continue to talk about new interesting artists that I think represent the spirit of punk. To order punk, call the number on your screen or send $26.95 for two CDs or $21.95 for two cassettes. All right, my friends, that does it for this video. Let me know what you think in the comments as far as like, what does punk mean? What kind of artist do you think that I should talk about? And should I change the name of the channel? I've considered just changing it to my name, but I don't know, kind of a risky move, so I haven't done it yet. Before I let you go, for all you metal fans out there, I have this brutal technical death metal shirt or is it a technical, brutal death metal shirt? It's both, and it is available at the link in the description of my merch store. And as always, I wanna thank everybody who supports us on Patreon, especially those of you who support at the true cult level or above. It is because of your support that I'm able to do a lot of things on the channel, in particular, the podcast. This is how I pay the producer and editor who makes the whole thing happen. Patrons get every podcast a week early. There's members only private Discord server that I'm in all the time. I do patron only Q and A's where I give longer, more in-depth answers to questions that I can in my comment videos here. There's a way to have me review your music or video or artwork or anything else you might want me to check out. So if that sounds cool to you, just hit the link in the description. And with that, I'm gonna sign off for now, but I will see you next time. Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're gonna wanna check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks With Johnny, streaming everywhere now. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.